Hey, welcome back to the Relentless Positivity Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Martin. You know who else is back? Dwayne is back. One of our most popular episodes of all time we were just discussing. This was in February of 2021. It's two years, by the way. This is 2023. So this was episode 31 back in the back in the olden days. So she, so she was so popular, I had to bring her back on. In case you don't know who she was, you go back and listen to that episode. It was a great episode, episode 31. Um, but she's a secret weapon behind a lot of the companies that you've heard of, but don't know why they're so good. She does her branding, all the behind the scenes type stuff she was a former professor turned entrepreneur and duane thank you so much for coming back on i am excited to be here i really enjoyed being here the last time so this is a no-brainer oh yeah thank you for coming back on i know you're busy got a lot of stuff going on but we're gonna do rapid fire because we are in, in a hurry here so uh when's the last time you laughed really hard um the last time i laughed really hard was monday I laugh every day because I'm really silly, but um, on Monday, I had a phone call with a friend from high school and that like my side was hurting. So, yeah. Oh, there's nothing like old friends, right? Yeah. Man, they, they can get you. So, all right. What, what's something on your bucket list? Um, two things, actually. Um, Amalfi Coast in Italy and a Jay-Z concert. Oh man, you got you got both ends of the spectrum right there. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I've heard the Amalfi Coast is awesome. So all right. All right, the next one. What was your favorite tar cartoon growing up? I actually don't have one because I was a reader. Wow, yeah. And I read in my free time. In case you're not watching the video, she's got books behind her. They're all color coordinated. That tells you who she is. <laughs> I mean, that's, but that was your life, man. That led where you are to now, yes. so that's good. Yes. Hey, readers are leaders, they say, so that's good. Yes. All right, so if a movie is made about, made about your life, who plays you? Who's the actress? I'm going to say Tracy Ellis Ross. Okay. Yeah. I can see are you it. familiar with her? I am, yeah. Okay, yeah. She can she pull it off for sure. For sure. Oh, yeah. All right, so what, what's your go-to dance move, and why is it from the 90s? I'm just guessing right here. Okay, you were right when I, you were right. So I think this is the name for, for this. It's, it's the WAP. Yeah, I, I, yeah. That's, <laughs> so that's my like happy dance when I'm eating or when something is like, okay. <laughs> oh, I love the eating dance. I love to watch people eat, eat and dance. It cracks me up. I get happy when I eat too. So I'm, I'm yeah. with you on that. Uh, all right, so this is a bonus. This is an unannounced one. So I'm coming at you hard on this one. So are you wearing Birkenstocks with socks right now? The weather's kind of getting cooler. So I had to ask. You got the Birkenstocks on? So I do not have them on because those are outdoor shoes and I don't wear them inside. However, I have on Adidas slides and socks. So same kind of little thing. Enough. I like it. It's comfortable. If you've never done it, don't judge. All right. If you have to wait, just slip them in there, move around. I'm with you. All right, good job. You passed the test. That was a hard part, the rapid fire. So, okay. you know, so, so this is the last interview, which it's been two years, which is crazy. What's something you've changed your mind about? Um, so not necessarily that I, well, I guess this is a change my mind. So the last time I was here, I was working exclusively with brands. And the start of this year, I shifted to where I'm now working with the leaders and the owners of brands. So I'm not writing content for the brand itself. I'm writing content for the CEOs, the leaders, the entrepreneurs, the heads who are trying to build personal brands. Oh, yeah. I like that. Like We're going to hear more about that here in a little while. But what's, what's mm -hmm. something you've kind of doubled down on that you knew was right and you've just doubled down since last time? I have doubled down on my belief that storytelling is a connector mm -hmm. period yeah 
in real life, on paper, on the internet, storytelling is a connector. Oh yeah, they say facts tell, but stories sell, right? People mm -hmm. buy from stories, right? So that's mm -hmm. you gotta have you gotta have your story right. So that's where you come in. So let's talk about branding a little bit though, because I think there's a lot of misconceptions about what it is. So first, okay. uh, what what do people think branding is, and how do you define branding? Okay, so people think, and I thought this too. So I'm I'm not above this this thinking. Um, people think that branding is a logo a set of colors, a few design choices, um, all of the aesthetics. That's what people believe branding is. Um, that is a part of branding, but it, it is so secondary to this first part. Branding is really reputation. Um, so when, you, when we look at a brand that's really great and really dynamic, it is not about their their colors, the aesthetics, any of that. It is about their reputation, how they make people feel, the stories they tell. Oh, yeah. So what does Jay-Z say about branding? I don't know. Jay-Z says that he's a businessman. So that's... <laughs> yeah, he's not a businessman. He's a business. Is there a right. comma in there? You know commas, right? Is there a comma in yeah. there? I don't... <laughs> there is. <laughs> Jay-Z's done a great job, about, but he don't care about branding. Yeah. But really, that line of his is um, is reflective, actually, of personal branding. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. he, he is who he is. He's not amazing. He didn't, he didn't, he's done yeah. awesome. If y'all yeah. go look up Jay-Z's net worth right now, if you pause this and go, go look up his net worth. You talk about branding. Man, that dude's yeah. got it going on. So He is the brand. He is. That's him. Um, and the next one, so what is, I like to look at this. So what's some bad branding advice you see out there? Um, so I think any branding advice that is prescriptive, and what I mean by that is, if somebody tells you do this exact thing, I think that is bad, that is bad advice, because yes, there's some general advice, and I'm a general advice giver, I can give tips, I can give very, um, very deliberate guidance, right? But at the core of making anything successful, especially when it comes to personal branding, you have to be aligned with whatever the advice is that you're receiving. You have to make it your own. So anybody that tells you do this exactly as I say, without considering who you are at the core and who you want to be, that is going to be some bad advice. Oh, yeah. That cookie cutter approach just doesn't work, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I see that in fitness, too. It's like, hey, you should just do these these eight things and you'll be in great shape. Well, what yeah. if I hate all those? What if they don't work with me? You know, like, what if I have injuries? Unless you got to be, you got to personalize that stuff. That's for sure. Especially with branding, especially when you're talking about, especially when you're getting into the person, not just the actual company, but the people you're working with now. So that's a great point. Mm -hmm. um, so how about, how about a brand? What's, what's somebody who's doing it really good right now that you respect and what are they doing right? Okay. This is a smaller brand. Um, the brand is called Cloth and Paper. And they are a planning and stationary brand. I don't know how many people who might be listening to this use a paper planner. I use a paper planner. Um, yeah, I am. You are a paper planner? Okay. Oh, yeah. So they are a planning and stationary brand um, named Cloth and Paper. They are so phenomenally connected to their founder story, to their customers and what they're their customers want is like they are inside of their customers' heads. And, and the founder, Ashley, um, she is so involved in what 
as a customer myself, what I perceive to be accessible. So she makes it look like anytime that we need Ashley, we can just hop on the internet and get to her. Um, and we know that that's not true. That's an illusion. But what she's doing with building the brand and building her personal brand, like I haven't really seen it done that well in a very long time. Oh, I have to go check them out. Mm -hmm. I, I'm a paper person too. I'm just, I'm just like that. I messed stuff up on the internet. Like before we got in here, I forgot to send you the zoom link. So obviously technology is not my thing. So, uh, but just something about, something about writing now, the physical act of writing yeah. it down. It's just yeah. so much better to me. I'm just old school. I mean, I'm a list person too. So I got to have my list yeah. on there and all that good stuff. So, um, so you kind of mentioned it earlier that you're getting more into the, the people behind the brands, the entrepreneurs, CEOs. So why did you decide to do that? And, and how do you go about that? So what I learned is, is in, from running my business um, is that I am a person who likes more intimate interaction with my, with my clients. And what I mean by that is I like to be able to have conversations with them as needed. Um, I like to be able to offer them the, the, the guidance that they need. And when you're working with, with bigger brands, um, sometimes, Joe, there are 15 people in between what you create and what turns out to be the final product. Um, and you don't really have lots of control over that. And so it's hard to predict, it's hard to guarantee, it's hard to put your finger on how something is going to come out because there are so many people touching it in between. Um, and not only does, does that change my process and what I perceive to be an outcome, it also changes how long something takes. Um, because sometimes when a thing would come back from me, from a client after 15 people looked at it, I wasn't in that same headspace, you know? I had moved on to other projects and I just found that working more closely um, as one-on-one -on -one as possible or with a very small team um, allowed me to be more impactful in the work that I do. Oh, the red tape is the worst. I mean, yeah. you were, you came from education background. I know you know red tape. That's yeah. probably one of the reasons you are not in that anymore. So I'm with you. I used to work for the government. I'm with you. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so so let's say I am a CEO of a brand. Why do I, why would I need that? Why, what's, the, what's the advantage of that? So if you are CEO of a brand, and we'll just say even CEO in an organization or a leader in an organization, if you have any ambitions, or goal, or you want to make any progressions or movement inside your organization or inside of your industry, you have to start controlling your, your own narrative. And that is essentially what personal branding is. You control the narrative that people receive. And when you don't take control of, control of, of it, especially when you're working inside an organization, what typically happens is people start pushing you along the path that they want you to take. And then you wake up one day and you're like, this is not even what I wanted to do. So if you have any, like, if you don't mind, if you're just coasting until you can retire, fine, because yeah. it's a thing too. But if you are goal oriented, you want to move a little further and you want to move faster, then you better start taking control of your own narrative. And that's where building your personal brand comes into play. Okay. So you got me convinced. I, I want to do that. Where, where do I start? I mean, where do we, where do you go? How do you get that done? 
Okay, so the first thing that you do is you have to think about what you want to be known for, right? So can I just use you you as, as an example? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm curious. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so you are a trainer, a personal trainer, and you've also started getting into comedy a little bit. So let's just say that you are very new in fitness and you are also very new in comedy you would have to decide which one of those you wanted to take the forefront, right? Because if you, you're putting two things out there at one time, people aren't going to know in which direction to follow you. So you have to, you the first thing that you have to do if you want to build a personal brand is you have to decide what you want to be known for. So, but you are a seasoned fitness professional. So we know about, the um the the fitness joe now we're getting to see joe venture off into different things that we get to follow on your journey but the first thing we knew is that you were a fitness professional and so that's what anybody has to do decide what is the thing that you want to be known for and start leading with that that's great and thank you for calling me season not old i appreciate you yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, I'm, I'm gonna go with that season that sounds better than an old trainer that's what i call myself so, uh man, i've been doing this a while now it's crazy like 25 years it adds up yeah see very seasoned so seasoned man i got a lot of season on me so um so you read a great article i want people to talk about so what's uh what's kind of three content pieces i need to help build my brand Okay, so the first one is always going to be a, a bio slash founder story. Um, and when I say bio, I'm not talking about those boring ones yeah. that people use that list their, no offense, guys, maybe a little offense, offense. <laughs> um, but not, not those ones that only list your academic achievements and those things, but one that is very personality driven. Yes, you tell me about what you've done and what you've accomplished, but you're also telling me about what you like to do in your free time. You're telling me a little bit about where you plan to go in the future. And so that is why I'm using the term personality driven. So that's the one thing. And if you need to look uh, for a great example, go look up Dwayne. Go to web her website. I'll link it in the show notes. Pros and pins. Check out her bio. She's got a great bio. Oh, I know who you. she. I know who she is when I read that, and I I want to know more from her. So that's a great job on yours. Thank you. Oh yeah. Um. So the second is that you need a vision statement, and the importance of a vision statement is so that you can chart out where you want to go. And so you can take that vision statement as far as you want it to go. You can take it two years into the future, five years into the future, 15. But it's like you're just creating a, um, a blueprint for the path that you want to follow. And we know that sometimes um, you get off that path and some things change mm -hmm. and that's okay but at least you have something to get you started. So after you take one step, then you know the next step and so on and so forth. And so that's that's that, the, the vision statement. So we have the bio, the vision statement. And then the third piece is going to be a set of talk points. Think about if you were on a podcast like this one, what are some things that you want the interviewer to ask you, or if you are giving a speech, 
What are some things that you want to speak on? And the reason why the talk points are important is because those are going to be further drivers of that thing that you want to be known for. So everything should be working together. The bio, the talk points, um, your vision statement, all of it should work together to drive your brand forward. So on, on those talk points, how do you help people develop those? Is that something they just got to know their clients better? How do you help them develop that? So we talk about where they want to go, like what where, where they want to go and what they want to be known for. And then we are literally reverse engineering that. Um, if you if some of you know, when celebrities are being interviewed, Oftentimes, they give the interviewer or the network or the publication, whomever, they give them a list of these are things we can talk about and these are things you better not ask me, right? Yeah. So you can do the same. You can do the same in your own life. And that, that's basically how we get to the top points. What is it that you want? What narrative do you want to push forward? And which do you want to back away from? And then we craft the talk points around that. I like that. Take control. I like that. Don't be mm -hmm. leaving it to chance out there. So uh, you got something pretty awesome coming up. Tell us more about your new campaign, the I Am The Brand campaign, because I really like what you got going on. Okay. So, oh, I got excited. About oh, it. you lit up too. Look at you. Y'all got to watch the video. If you're listening right now, you got to go find the video. She just lit up. That was awesome. <laughs> so the I Am The Brand campaign is basically all of this that we've talked about pushed into a workshop series where I am guiding people through building their personal brand. And so the workshop is just the first part of it. But I, my personal vision for this is that I hope it builds out, you know, from the workshop into other classes, um, merch and all those things um, that I am the brand like. And it's more, it's more, it's less about, um, being the brand in your organization, but more about being in alignment with what you want. And I know alignment is um, overused and cliche, but there's something to it when it's done right and done well. Um, but being in alignment where you want with where you want to go and then taking control of and mastering your own destiny, whether that is as a leader or it, it is as an entrepreneur. There you go. So that's who's a good fit, right? You, if you're a, a CEO, leader of an organization, mm -hmm. that's the kind of people you're looking for, right? Mm -hmm. And you can be an emerging leader. You can be a 24-year-old who has just decided that you want to... Um, take on more leadership responsibility, you want to be seen more, you want to be taken more seriously in your organization, or you can be someone who has been in leadership for 20 years, but you are deciding that now you want to go a different path or you even want to be seen more and you are thinking about what you can do with your brand, even beyond your organization. It's for you as well. There you go. Even you seasoned people out there, you do this, yeah. right? I'm, I'm stealing your words. So so how can people sign up for workshop? It's coming up in April, right? Mm -hmm. So the workshop is live on my website, www.prosependpens.com. Um, it is live on the website and you can register for it there. Um, of course, if you have any questions, you can send me an email right from the website. And um, I'm also on LinkedIn where I talk 
so much about branding and this and that and those things. Now, follow her on, on LinkedIn because you will get some free tips that other people make you pay for. Like she will give you stuff that other people make you pay for, for real. And she's also got books. If you're not ready to commit to the full workshop, go to where she's got great books on there. Very inexpensive, but pow, just packed full of information. Uh, Dwayne, thank you so much for coming on. I always enjoy talking with you. Thank you. This went really quickly. But it did. I'm glad to, I know. <laughs> but I'm I, glad to have had this time. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, because people got to go check it. Go to the website, go look around and look at that workshop. Seriously, if this is something that you've been thinking about, hey, here's a little secret. You're not going to do it on your own. You know it. I know it. Dwayne definitely knows it. So you're not going to do it on your own. Get someone to guide you through this process. It's going to help you. It's going to help you brand you and get you where you want to go. And in this process, I guarantee Dwayne has seen this, that you're going to find out exactly where you want to go. Maybe you're a little unclear right now. This is going to get you crystal clear which direction you want to go and how to get there and a path forward. That's what she does for you. She's magic at what she does. So, hey, thank you so much for coming on. People go check out the website. Hey, if you're listening right now and you got something out of this, why don't you share this episode? If nothing else, show them that Dwayne has got color-coded books right behind. Look at them. Look at them out there all piled up in the right colors right there. And Dwayne, go check out our website. Go check out our social media. I will link all that show notes because if you're like me, you can't spell, you don't listen good either, I'll link that. You can just click on it. And Dwayne, keep up the great work. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you, Yo, you too. Oh, yeah. We'll power, we're going to power up on this one. This is going to be good right here. So thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week. Wow, what a great episode. You share that with somebody. I'm going to share with you some awesome sponsors. McWilliams Marketing. They can help your business grow. Regardless of the size of the project, you're going to get a solution that is specifically created for you and your business. No cookie cutter, one size fits approach here. So Amy and her band of fearless marketers can help you with all that stuff that you think you can do, but you're not really that good at it. You don't have time for it. They can do that. They're the experts. It's what they do. Web design, online conversion, optimization, SEO, uh, graphic design, marketing, page management, all that stuff. Go let them do that. Don't handle that yourself. Go check them out at mcwilliamsmarketing.com. See what all they can do. They're amazing people. Teak Patnick with Patnick Realty. He really does it all in the real estate world. General real estate sales, acquisitions, property management, investments, all that good stuff. You're not just a transaction with Teak. He really wants to build a relationship for life with you. He has built his whole business on prayer, hard work ethic, honesty, and results. You can trust Patnick Realty with all your real estate needs. Hey, I trust my brother from another mother, Teak, and you should too. Give him a call, 256-694-0117, or email him at teak at patnickco.com. Hey, these are awesome businesses. Go support them. They're out supporting positivity, and they will do you right. Have an awesome day.